Hi folks, I'm Alan Watt and this is CuttingThroughTheMatrix.com You can also find me at AlanWattSentientSentinel.eu Today is the 5th of July, 2007 These last two talks I've gone on about how people get so shocked to find out how far ahead science is and since we all have egos to save it's much easier to believe that something from out there caused it all rather than look into the basic problem of evil existing always within man himself that is what's called projection people project their own faults really onto others on a small scale even interpersonal relationships where they blame each other for each other's problems and what the recipient of a diatribe generally is hearing when they're being accused of everything is the person projecting what they're doing themselves onto the recipient it's the same thing at all levels of society up to the elite's level, the elite who have inbred themselves and held power and who have ongoing seminars to do with controlling the populations, an ever-present problem that they have of retaining power, not just power as it stands, but power as they wish it to be in the future. So they're always planning ahead. They don't need space aliens to do it for them. They don't need men from Mars or anything else, although they love to promote that through new mythologies for a modern age. It's easier for the average person to think that the reason things are so bad is because there's outside intervention from somewhere else, somewhere that's greater and bigger than they are. It's a psychological warfare purpose too, because if you believe that, then you're already conquered psychologically. After all, if a bunch of strange beings from outside created you to be a slave with a minuscule brain, how could you possibly have the ability to conquer them? You're defeated before you begin, and that is the purpose of psychological warfare. And because vast amounts of people can all believe in the same thing does not mean that they're not all stupid. And at the very least, misled. To be misled, we often have to allow ourselves to be misled. Another factor that's hard to look into because we all have, again, this thing called ego. For a change tonight, I'm going into a world, a world of real history lived by someone who's lived through it. I asked Miss Effie, who's been on my program before, my show, if she could probably 
or possibly summarize some of her life's experiences, her observations. So she did. She wrote some things down. And you have to forgive her narration because she's passionate about some of the topics which has had so much time to think about in her long life. She lived the Depression, she lived the wars, the Great War, the, the Second World War. She lived through the changes that were manipulated and controlled and projected and planned and brought into being by the powerful, wealthy elite of the world. These changes affect everyone, although few are conscious of the of those who are controlling their lives. If he was aware, and as time went on, she became more aware, and when she had time in her little life to delve into the history books, she did to try and find out why. Why, whenever you have a promise of a paradise, we create a hell. She had to ponder the deep things in society, within people, within herself even, to find the answers. So here is a conversation with Miss Effie on a brief, very brief, but important summary of some of the main topics and events that shaped her life. It may not, it may not be m- uh, much of anything, uh, just uh, some of my thoughts and, and the way I expressed them. Oh, why don't you read it? I'll go ahead and uh, read it, and I don't think it's four or five pages. It won't take that long. No. Would you like to take a trip? Americans love trips, free trips, plane trips, and even drug trips. This will be a journey through a transition time, one generation, mine, to awaken memories in some and thoughts in others, to say to pass along what was told to me by the real people that reached out and touched me, and I will tell you, sort of like a chain letter. It's hard to get this trip started because I'm not a speaker nor a writer. Let it start. Let's get started and see where it will go. Just think, can you imagine what this country looked like 200 years ago? Remember, man didn't have the uh, bulldozer or chainsaw the first hundred years. Since this is only a trip in uh, in my mind, I can go anywhere and stop where I please. Look, there's a side road. Looks like it's going back in time to to a hundred years ago, about fifty years before my generation 
came into being in 1924. It's a rapid transition time, too. The closing of the Wild Wild West and the last frontier, the outlaws were mostly in jail, except those two uh, slow on the draw. The Native American had come from a treaty signing nation to the reservation. Minor souls had got in the way of a bullet like the buffalo, held in the hands of the army and the new civilized citizens from Europe, brought over to, to fill the now empty spaces. Who remembers the Trail of Tears, Sand Creek, and Wounded Knee? Yes, I hear you, the bleeding hearts, but ne remember, no one is all right nor all wrong. Why don't we leave it there with the blended blood along the little bighorn? The live Indians were guarded by the U.S. Army while they weren't busy filling in the United States border as we know it today. All that and Dixie, too. Well, Bet you didn't hear that on uh, the 6 o'clock news. How many times the Army guns were pointed on the citizens because they rioted when they didn't have enough food. Uh, that was for unions. That was enough to go around. But you can't have it because that's stealing and that's against the law, you know. That's what the army was doing before they went abroad to take democracy to the whole world, whether they wanted it or not. What with wars and, and peacekeeping uh, forces, it takes the army and the Na uh, National Guard too. Well, who's guarding us? Who's protecting us? The Homeland Security, you say? They're too busy throwing money away. As for the Indians, they got crushed in the rush and, and became just wards of the state. Everyone knows what that means. Just like little children. They say history repeats itself. Do you reckon the rest of the Americans are being led down that trail? It might pay us to go and find a, a Native American and ask why to this day they say Great White Father speaks with forked tongue. Maybe he knows more than you think. Well, back to the road again, back to where this transition time I lived through was getting, I was getting on my feet and, and walking some. As for the government, it was looking for another uh, crisis. Boy, we found it together. The old one-two punch, the uh, Great Depression and World War II. My generation never really got on his feet again. The government made out all right, what with that taking the people's gold and getting started on deficit spending. That was when the great pipe father turned into the godfather. Remember the movie? Being on the world stage like that, wars and crisis became a way of life. More wars, more buildings, more taxes. Big government had arrived to stay. By the time we were uh, 50, the little red school, a house had been replaced by the red brick federal buildings. My, how they multiply and grow. One of the first depression 
crisis was how to get the people to take this new paper money in place of their labor for a week's work. It's a law, you know. Uh, there I go getting ahead of myself again. While they were so busy destroying hams and meat and other foods by the barge loads down the Mississippi to the Gulf of Mexico and burning potatoes in Maine. And people were going hungry all over the country. There came, there's some things you never forgive, but you will uh, never hear of that on the, uh, on the evening news nor on 60 Minutes either. Maybe they just uh, misfiled that on the national security. Also gave away our goal. They didn't get around to give uh, enough food to the people that really needed it the most. If Joe Blow fell down, he got up the best way he could. You know something? There was no stealing. You wanted to work for what you got. When the new money got around, business started to uh, slowly begin to move again. That's the first time we felt the uh, government's gentle touch. His agents told us we were breaking the law, but if you would give him uh, $3 for your license, you would be law-abiding again. For the last six years, I've been trying to uh, figure why he had to. We had to. It's to pay the agent uh, salary. It, it just be, it got to be. Every time a government building goes uh, up, so does your taxes. Of course, some of that goes for red tape. Do you think the day will ever come when you don't have, you can't move for red tape? Let's move on before we run out of gas. We are down to 1950. After fighting two world wars and paying for them too, well, we became the biggest, richest country in the world. Do you think we found the secret of the fish and loaves? No, we just stepped up deficit spending. It became a part of the American dream, right up there with mother and apple pie, here to stay. That's about the time we moved up to consumer credit and two-car garage. As in UTB said, we owe it to ourselves. Those were the days. Oh, those were the days. We're as drunk as you can be on dreams. The music is still going around, but the, the merry-go-round slows down, so the godfather turns up the music and pours more money, more credit. Turns the music up louder and pours out more credit. Come, let us dance the whole night away. Baby, this can't be the end. I hope I have given you some food for thought. You might uh, take a trip of your own, stir up some memories. You might be, you could be surprised. As for me, I'm glad I was born all at the beginning of this trip rather than starting later. Being a ward of the state is so sad. Ask the Indians, how will you know if you can get up if you've never been down? Is that why the young are so bored and restless?
There is a lot I could have talked about, some I could have left out. As for the last 35 years, we have been busy spinning ourselves into prosperity. Did the Godfather ever tell you who's paying the bills? He's no sugar daddy. When he presents the bill, there will be a lot shot. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, shocked to death, and the rest will be told where to go. See that sign, speed sign, I'm going too fast. I'm going to turn around and go back. Oh, no, not the same way. Remember those people I met through the years? always told me there's no U-turn on the road of life. They talk more about main road than anything else, about side roads, detours, and, and crossroads, and they warned about the shortcuts. But it was nice to know you could be get back on the main road, but you would lose a lot of time. But there were some that couldn't uh, wait, and they but there was a, uh, one that was warned about a dead-end street. A lot of people couldn't wait. I mean, some couldn't wait. They went around. None of them ever came back. That's why a barricade has red lights. Look for the caution light on shortcuts. I saw it after my uh, road friends pointed out, but there is nothing like experience about the third or fourth time i just had to try it out what a waste of good time that is what young is being uh, is all about well i'm stopped there those gi's won't uh, is any gi's want to get off a gi is is a government issue their world is made up of experts authorities and the evening news They came from the federal school. Truman started them in 1945. I'm so glad I came from the little red school, out of sight, out of mind. They bulldozed them down. Federal money was creeping in. Urban renewal, you know. The experts knew what they were doing. Uh, get the mind and the body will follow. If any of the GIs go any further, they might find a mind of their own. That goes for any of you that went to the red brick schools. Oh, don't forget the other schools in your leisure hours. TV, of course. For 15 or 20 years, it was the best show in town. From the good guys to the bad, babysitting to grown-up entertainment. From the, the evening news to bedtime. I got you covered day and night. Remember when they started with grown-up movies? That meant a second TV. That was a clever commercial move, or was it the start of a divided family? Well, whatever, it meant a bigger credit bill. I know there is some that, uh, beside me, wonder why the richest nation needs credit anyway. Every, every show loses its ratings. The three-car driveway was waiting. Two cars were used to make the living and the other to have fun. But that's how the mother left home, whether she wanted to or not. You might say they all went their separate ways. Oh yes, in case I didn't mention it, it 
we are on a side trip. It is all coming, is it all coming back to you now? I like music. Remember, hey Jude, the games people play and yesterday, I don't know any of the new, new songs. I can't understand the words. Maybe I guess I'm getting hard of hearing. We're getting back on the freeway again. That's what they call them out west. I travel out there a lot. I only work six months a year. I know how to live cheap. Did it all my life. Freedom was more than just a word to me. But all the free range is only open space, as the new critters can only go so far as 5.30 Friday evening and to be back by 7 p.m. to go pay for the life supports, or you can call them hookups, lights, phones, water, TV, so forth and so forth. But first, last and always, taxes, parish, state, national, and the ones they are always adding along. If I sound off a lot at the government, it's because I don't like to, to give a dollar and get back five cents worth of service. Wouldn't you rather have your money to use all year and then pay your taxes? They know you might say, you charge too much for what I've got, what I've got, what I get. I haven't forgotten when we were children and were hungry. First picture I saw at FDR, I thought only a person that uh, had never uh, missed a meal could order food destroyed. I won't tell of the many stories I know because there are those who think you are crying. An egg wasn't uh, something you threw in the garbage. It was the only ready cash you had. You couldn't eat it. It went to get flour and colon. It's only when you know pain you have a right to say, I feel your pain. I say pain. I think pain is the same uh, no matter what color your skin is. All of us should be judged by what we can do, not what we are. See what side trips lead to? Maybe I should have taken a detour. I had better get back to the main road and bring this trip to an end. I will uh, say this last thing. Did you know that milk often masquerades as cream and the best things in life are free? You don't have to worry about anyone stealing them from you. Let's hope the merry-go-round go continues to go around and we don't have to start pushing it. I'm afraid that a lot will not know how and the others won't have the strength push what world you know. Do you know this old song, the music goes around and around? And where does it, and where it stops, nobody knows. That's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, uh, just uh, maybe somebody wouldn't understand what you're trying to say. That would depend uh, if, if they knew their history. You know yourself, though, that, that history is always getting eradicated as time goes on. Oh, yes, you betcha. Well, if you remember, for instance, the, the thing with Wounded Knee was where the U.S. cavalry that were escorting uh, these Indians to uh, 
a very sparse reservation under treaty ended up killing them all on the way uh-huh. and it was the 7th Cavalry the revamped 7th Cavalry that was getting their revenge for the little bighorn that was part of the reason they all vowed to kill the Indians right. so under the treaty and in the middle of winter they were all carrying their, their children their belongings they were carrying them through the snow and these cavalry were on horseback and they gunned them all down that was a nice blot on the history, but that's a typical blot which they've managed to erase. You don't see that in the movies. Oh, no. 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 And then you get um, uh, the same thing uh, with uh, the Buffalo 2. They don't realize that after uh, the American Civil War, there was a U.S. president. Uh, they wanted to pay for the cost of the Civil War. They took over from Lincoln. And so he opened up the Black Hills for the gold and uh, that's right and what he did was uh, he broke all the treaties that they'd already signed of course mm-hmm. but breaking treaties is nothing to, to US presidents and uh, and then they brought the railroads through there that way and then they advertised all over Europe the US taxpayer paid for a big, uh, full page advertisements for all the top hunters across Europe to come for free shooting of buffalo to kill off all the food supply that the Indians had that was the reason they brought, and they supplied them with all the ammunition that was in the, adver- the advertisements, all the, adver- uh, the ammo and food that they could need, they'd be supplied with if they came over for the hunt. And it just did the massive slaughter till the buffalo were gone. That was called being practical. So they, they got rid of the buffalo, which is a food supply for the Indians, and then had war with the Indians in the Black Hills, and uh, then stuck them in reservations, the ones that didn't kill off. And that's called practical progress for civilization and uh, commerce, you see. You know, that's why I say that human beings, there's no hope for them because you had all these civilized Europeans, uh, uh, they, uh, uh, they had been oppressed and uh, treated so horribly, terribly, but they could come over here and do the same thing to the Indians. That's right. So, uh, no mercy, no mercy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was... Uh, he was a savage, so that made him a fair game. But mm-hmm. that's what I said. There's no, uh, uh, what you're going to do with people. Yeah. It remind me of, uh, like I said one time when I uh, uh, decided I would uh, build this uh, shed for, uh, for the cows to be under. Mm-hmm. And there was only two or three could get under, and the rest of them, they'd go wild. Yeah. So, uh, uh, and you'd get rid of them, where you'd have some more raise up. So, there's nothing you can do with human nature. Yeah. I'm sorry, but... Uh, it's disgusting. It's just, it, what's more disgusting is, is how they can just whip it out of the books <laughs> and erase it each time they publish a, a re-edition of something. There's more and more missing. Well, that's what I said. Uh, at least I got, to, I got to go to the little red school house where they did teach you. I got to last of the proof uh, uh, pieces. Yeah. But, uh, uh, the federal ones, when the government stepped in, that's when they started uh, uh, erasing all that and, and furnishing the books for them. Yeah. So, uh, you know that Sitton Bull came up to Canada? And Sitton uh, Bull and, and and a bunch of them came up to Canada and they were given... Um, they were given uh, another treaty here in Canada and they could stay with their band and after a year or so, the U.S. said, oh, we, we, we'll, we want them back here. We're, we're, we're going to apologize and yada, yada, yada. 
and sitting Bull did go back down there, and then, then they assassinated him. They, they killed him uh, when he came out of his house. Yeah, I, did a, I did a quite a search on uh, uh, the Indians and the, and the different tribes, and, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you know. There's a really good book that's worth reading. It's called Bury My Heart at Wounded Knee. Oh, yes. Excellent, excellent book. Yes, I know. I've read it. Yep. And uh, I think it was written by a woman, wasn't it? Could have been, yeah. All right. Yeah, because I think her father was a scout in some of that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I wouldn't swear to it, but it seems like it was. And whoever wrote it wrote a couple of other books, too. Mm-hmm. But I remember that one particularly. Yeah. And then, of course, as you say, uh, the, the U.S. has just gone through one war after another. Uh, even before World War One and Two, it was just war, war, war. And again, always this uh, this progress, progress. But then it comes a Great Depression, which was a, a manufactured thing. There was no shortage of of stuff, as you say, food, and all the rest of the basics. It's just the shortage was in money uh, supply, and so. Uh, that's when Roosevelt came in and confiscated the gold and gave the paper out instead. And then they, they, they had work camps for all the young guys, didn't they? Yeah, the uh, CCC. Yeah, the CCC. Now, that's interesting because the Soviet system was called the CCCP. Well, uh, <laughs> you know, reading uh, this book, mm-hmm. uh, they talked about uh, uh, taking the unemployed, young un- unemployed uh, uh, Englishman boys yeah. and taking them off the camp. Yeah. yeah. So what you, uh, that was uh, uh, that was the same as the CCC. Yeah, yeah. They were doing it all over Europe and the States and the Soviet Union at the same time. Same thing. Yeah, it's really uh, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's amazing how uh, they worked it in each country. Yeah, and, and yeah, and, nobody knew mm-hmm. about the other countries. That's right. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh yeah. And even had it in Germany too, and yeah, so it's well, the same old thing. Because yeah. Hitler's youth, yeah. took and trained, mm-hmm. started training. That's right. So this was the same con game, but getting all ready for World War Two. Mm-hmm. And as you say, there's no shortage of food during the depression, and they were burying it and burning it so that to keep the prices up. Mm-hmm. That was the reason, and it was Roosevelt's order. They put an order in council to make it so to keep the prices up. They, were, they buried stuff and, and plowed potatoes back under mm-hmm. and dumped them, in the, and as you say, in the, in the Mississippi, you know. Uh, well, they, they took them down to Mississippi, mm-hmm. and they dumped them way out in the Gulf. Yeah, yeah. That's where they dumped them, because mm-hmm. if they had dumped them in Mississippi, there would have been a lot of ducking going on down there. Yeah, oh yeah. And you, and you know they do, they do the same with the British common market. They, 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 call, it, they call it butter mountains and, and potato mountains, and they literally dump uh, millions of tons of this stuff in the sea, well, in the I channel. the first uh, past news I saw, mm-hmm. uh, I can remember, was this mountain, mm-hmm. uh, I'd say at least uh, two stories high uh, of potatoes in Maine, and what they was doing was uh, putting uh, coal or something on it so it uh, couldn't possibly eat yeah. and burn it. Mm-hmm. This is real life. This is real life. And the people, you know, the people today haven't a clue that this no. happened. They don't know it even happened. No. They haven't a clue. And you start telling them, they get real, un- they don't want the truth. Yeah. Give me uh, dreams and uh, let's not let this ever 
uh, go down. We've got mm-hmm. to keep it going. Oh, yep. this is such a beautiful world. Yeah. Uh, life we have. You can get instant gratification. Yeah. With your magic credit card. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they have no idea. Uh, I was thinking today, gathering vegetables and taking care of them. Uh, I bet mm-hmm. within a week, yeah. if it was a week, mm-hmm. if uh, uh, the stores, trucks quit running, it wouldn't be. Uh, there's no food in the United States. I know. It's just a show there. And what you have in the it's States is about five major chains of uh, grocery stores who all get supplied by the same suppliers and they can turn that off anytime they want yeah anytime they want and all the small farmers have been put under yeah so it's big agribusiness as well here in uh, just around for 50 miles of where i live yeah uh, they took them down and uh you know what they had the other day <laughs> I said the same old thing. All of a sudden, they have this, just something that occupied the idiots uh, and entertain them. They're talking about the tamale trucks. Mm-hmm. You know what uh, tamale is? Mm-hmm. Mexican food. Yeah. Anyway, uh, with uh, they, they have uh, uh, tamale trucks going around to, to these construction workers. And the Americans are buying it, too. Uh-huh. And so... Uh, what they was talking about, uh, raising the health question, but this is what uh, licensing needs, and uh, and having them uh, have to have bathrooms and different things, anything and anything to to wear them down, make them impossible mm-hmm. to have a little business, yeah. just like when I had the dairy business. Mm-hmm. They're gonna, they don't have to have, or they can use the law to cut out all small competition. Yeah been used so many times mm-hmm. yeah so many times over and over yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah it's, um, same old story and like i said uh, people don't want to hear about it yeah they'd rather hear uh, the government line government tell them what to, what's what yeah 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 it's a fact yeah they do Like you said, uh, if you read anything, you can see it uh, done over and over, and then uh, move by move by move till they bring it to where it, uh, where uh, they want to uh, bring it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's so well planned, isn't it all? I'm glad I'm not uh, going to be here. Yeah. Uh, see it because it's not going to get any better. No, I know. And uh, and even if you, uh, as soon as they get around to it, it's possible. And no doubt with uh, water control, uh, you won't even be able to have a little home garden. Mm-hmm. I know. So you will get in line and take what they give to you. Yeah. That's coming. Oh, yes, I see it. Uh, I see it more all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, getting nearer and, and just like uh, from daylight to dark, mm-hmm. that's how quick it'll be. Yeah. Uh, whereas it, 
like a thief in the night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's coming. I don't know why it may be uh, sound insignificant or uh, why some little phrase sometimes impresses me so much and hangs in my mind. I remember uh, uh, about the shorter working day in England and all the entertainment that popped up to keep them occupied. Mm-hmm. And then uh, bulldozing houses down so there won't be no remembrance. Off the past, then yeah, really make sure that there's nothing to hold on to yeah. and make you familiar, make you feel home. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then uh, more recent, that fella saying that, and you uh, you listen to these talk shows, they sort of sometimes like fishing. Yeah. You may have to go through uh, two or three trips before you find somebody that says something just a little bit that that catches your attention. And I thought that, but it kept coming back to my mind and still comes back to my mind. Uh, and he was cut off. He didn't, uh, all he said was uh, uh, that uh, these stores are being designed now where they look like they're bigger and more uh, food and stuff on, uh, on the display counters. But he says, it's really small. Yeah. In other words, what I, I get from what he was saying Maybe I'm wrong, but uh, it gives the impression there's more there than really is. Yeah. Yeah. Right then. Yeah. I remember you were going to a store once to, I know it was a hardware store, but it was a place you normally go to, and when you were there, another guy comes in from the government for, for money. Were you telling me about that? Oh yes, I was. Uh, oh yeah, I was uh, up here to mechanic uh, one time getting my truck repaired, and uh, this policeman comes in there, and uh, he's standing around. I wonder, and and Don, the owner, was out, you know, uh, out and about working on. I mean, uh, uh, well, he wasn't above. Uh, uh, working on a truck himself because he loved that kind of work. But he was uh, he was in and out and directing his mechanics and moving around. And he comes in there and he speaks to the guy and uh, he says, and you know what, the amazing part, I, have, I was paying Don off. And I swear if it wasn't almost the same, the whole money that I give him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he turned over and he gave it to him and he says, well, here's my... Uh, uh, permit money uh-huh. or something like that. I looked at that guy and uh, and uh, I said, uh, and you don't even, he just had a uniform on and he didn't have a gun on. That's yeah. what caught my attention too when he turned around so I could see on the other side of his hip, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, I don't need a gun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I tell you, uh, something like that makes you so sick. Yeah. It, it's, it's one of those things you can't ever forgive. Mm-hmm. And you know what? The guy himself, I had less respect for him than I did for the, the guy that at Hardy. Yeah. Because he'd do, he'd do such dirty work. Yeah. Like you said, those buffalo hunters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Slaughtering those animals. What about the 
animals that they slaughtered in the, and with the cat, mad cow killed all the beef and stuff mm-hmm. uh, in uh, England a while back. Yeah. This, those got to be some kind of a fiends mm-hmm. that can put up or do something like that. Yeah, and, and they brought in flying helicopter teams and land on the farm. They come to the farms and, and, and shoot off all the animals and they get their chopper and walk away and leave it to the farmer. Yeah. Yeah. And we know these these cattle were, were healthy. That's right. You know, they did the same thing in Canada. Uh-huh. They had... Uh, some here. Well, the, the government in Canada had encouraged people to put their investments into buying and creating deer farms. Uh-huh. And lots of them did. So there's a, a, a documentary special on television a couple of years ago of all these different people. A couple of women did it together and different people did it, put all their money into it and did what the government suggested and all the rest of it. And once they were up with their first uh, stocks, the government came in and says, we're going to have to kill them all in case of mad cow disease that the deer have got from eating the same food. Uh, they went in there and shot them all, killed them all. Well, they tested every single deer out of Alberta way. Not one single one had it. Mm-hmm. But it killed them all. Well, I know that uh, Jackie had a program one time about this goat. Domestic, I mean, uh, you know, selling uh, milk for uh, goat milk. Mm-hmm. Goat herd. Yeah. And uh, these people had got the certified special from, I don't know if it was Netherlands or, mm-hmm. or, uh, or uh, uh, Belgium or somewhere. No, uh, I mean, they were very, very careful yeah. uh, of getting all certified, tested papers and everything. And mm-hmm. they come in there and they, like you said, landed and shot every one of them. No yeah. reprieve, no, no papers didn't. They aimed to do it and they did it. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the power of government now. That's right. And now they're going to global warming and don't burn a wood fire and and we've got to stop driving on the roads. Uh-huh. And a whole bunch of shenanigans as they spray the skies and cause the warming and uh, and blame the public. Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, uh, you're always the guilty party. Yeah. It's a consumer that, of course, the speculators and the promoters, they don't, they don't ever, uh, they pick up the uh, winnings and they leave and if there's, uh, and it's funny, nobody ever uh, says anything to them about polluting anything. No, they don't, no. And uh, so they don't, they don't get caught. And anyway, like you, like you said, and everybody knows it, uh, and puts two thoughts together that, uh, uh, I mean, that isn't a big thing anyway. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're promoting this, they're pushing it, they're shoving it, they're scaring people. There's no uh, uh, reliable, real, I mean, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. truth in it. But they're just uh, using it as a a vehicle to push what they want. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, this has happened time after time, and you know yourself, there had to be some global warming to mm-hmm. get rid of the ice age. Yep. 
Yeah, in between the ice ages, you have, you have global warming. Uh-huh. We have these routines every few hundred years. And, and then to cap it off, like you said, uh, you couldn't blame it on people or modern machines doing that then. They weren't there, and neither one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, people people sit there, and they listen to that news box, mm-hmm. and that uh, and uh, it's gospel. And they've a revamped history channel oh, yeah. with a whole bit of uh, spins on history and a lot of, an awful lot of omissions of history. <laughs> well, I tell you, Mikey, mm-hmm. uh, in St. Louis, uh, uh, she was telling me, and uh, I spoke to him, and uh, he was a big, oh, he just eat up history channel like you wouldn't believe laid to it and mm-hmm. it was the gospel and I, I told her I said I listened to that I said I lived through some of that they lied they misrepresenting it they uh, leaving things out they're giving you the wrong impression I said uh, if he's depending on history for that that source I said he's he's, he's in deep trouble yeah mm-hmm. they lied mm-hmm. and I, I wouldn't doubt I know in your, uh, in your lifetime, you've seen how they misrepresented things. Yeah. And told lies about things that you know mm-hmm. about personally. Yeah. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, that was the object of that History Channel. Come on. And then the object of, of the Weather Channel was uh, not inform, but scare people to death. Yeah. Misinform people. And mm-hmm. never heard of uh, uh, every time you had a shower, you had a a danger of floods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody. Uh, that's what the business is, to scare people into about the weather. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. The harp is going 24 hours a day now. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, uh, people uh, don't realize that uh, we've had, uh, just like I told my nephew, he was all these city people come out here and uh, and I said, it's natural. I says, I've been here nearly 60 years. And I said, you have rains. They fall. The rain comes down. And I says, in, in two hours or more, I said, it's gone. It's just natural. It's nature's way. That's the way it is. Mm. And I said, you don't have to worry. It's, it's going to go away. I said, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I said, that's the way it is. A little bit. I got a lot of trees down before they fell down on the house to start with. <laughs> yeah. All the ones around the house I just took down. Uh-huh. Yeah, because they were getting too tall and they were too close. And we're going to get storms with high winds, so I know this is what you got to do. And you can't, uh, with new weather, you see, new weather. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, we get downbursts and. Uh, Straight bursts and all these new time, you know, new kinds of weather. Yeah. I know uh, they was talking about. I just caught that New Orleans weather somewhere shower, mm-hmm. and they had uh, wind gusts up to forty something miles an hour, mm-hmm. just in an ordinary uh, shower. Yeah. 
and see, long time ago, especially when I was growing up, everybody had trees around the house because it, it, it uh, was cool. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you didn't have those, oh, yeah, well, you know, every once in a while you might have a tree fall down or something like that, but uh, you didn't have, uh, you know, people. And But now, since the storm down here, everybody's cutting trees away from the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I can see uh, some of them. In fact, I was looking across the road the other day, and uh, they, uh, they put... Oak trees are, are bad for, for splitting and falling, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're like anything else now. They get uh, they died out more than they used to. And uh, so I'm looking, at, and and they put that new trailer in there for the simple reason that uh, a, a limb fell down, a good-sized limb, almost as big as some trees, fell down on one end of it. But, you know, I was looking at that at the time, and I said, there's no way, this, uh, that could be fixed. But they went ahead and pulled an old one out and put a new one in there. And I'm looking across there, and it didn't, uh, uh, the tree, uh, there's uh, a big branch up there that, that's dead. Uh, mm-hmm. Leaves are dead on it. And uh, that, uh, that way it's uh, spread out. If I was going to put, and you know what a new trailer costs. Yeah. You're talking about sixty-five thousand at least, and that's not a real good one. But uh, the way those limbs are, ha- I would have never considered putting another trailer in there without without cutting those trees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I said, well, that's the way it is. Mm-hmm. They don't know nothing, and they got insurance. It's going to take care of it. If it don't, the government's going to take care of it. Mm-hmm. So uh, they live in a little dream world, and they don't disturb me. Mm-hmm. Don't disturb me. Yeah. yeah. In fact, I imagine if you really look at it realistically, you know, they don't want to be scared. If you bring anything you're sensible to them, it scares them. Mm-hmm. They can't handle that. That's right. So let me... Uh, let me uh, have my dream and go on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just think the other day, you know, uh, how quick and how slick they got. The, they brought the 29 crash. Yeah. Well, what you think is going to happen when those, when they have, they take the uh, credit cards away from them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of howling was on then. They going to be. Uh, a lot of killings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's unrealistic. Maybe it's uh, uh, sadistic or whatever you want to call it. Death looks more attractive all the time. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, like my mother said, uh, <laughs> uh, they can't do nothing but kill you. Yeah. After that, that's it. Mm-hmm. That's all there is to it, and maybe they could uh, use your body for something or another or something, but you'd be safe under the ground. Yeah. That's it. Of course, uh, like I said, the younger a person is, the more uh, it's just human.
nature to want to live worse. Mm-hmm. You've got so much you can't uh, uh, you can't conceive of being, uh, being killed when you're 25 years old or even younger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I see they're still uh, 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 getting rid of them over there in uh, Hussein land.
the back of the house. Yeah. And I, I haven't been turning the air conditioning on, and I, and I figure that that cool breeze is whipping off of some a storm somewhere. If we didn't, rain, if we didn't get, but we got the, you know, the uh, coolness from it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Has to be. I don't move any other way. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's really, it's uncomfortable. Uh, uh, say about from uh, about two o'clock till uh, till the sun goes down. Mm-hmm. But uh, when it when one of them clouds come up and and uh, it don't rain and that mugs muggies get uh, to you, then that's when it's really hot. Yeah. Oppressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Impact you. You don't even sweat. That's what makes it so. Uh, Oppressive. Yeah. It's almost like something pressing at you. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, as you said, you have that up there too. Oh yes. Yeah, it's up here too. All right. And that's uh, uh that's on you. Um, it's a norm now. It's a new norm, like you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a new norm. Well, the harp is going. You can pick them up in the shortwave bands. Do what? You can hear the harp on the shortwave. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I just got away from the shortwave, and it was so tiresome and so, uh, uh, so, so, till I just uh, don't hardly ever listen to it anymore. Uh-huh. Now you can pick it up on the shortwave radio, though, when you tune in mm-hmm. and go across the bands, you pick it up and hear it. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's quite something. And the spraying goes on. You watch them doing it, and the heat builds up. Yeah. So depending on what they spray, they can be very cold or very warm. Mm-hmm. And everybody gets drugged in certain days. Everybody gets tired when they're spraying heavy. Yeah, they get tired. That's the world we're living in. It's science is running our lives here. I was thinking about uh, it flashed through my mind when you was talking there where all that spraying where it naturally gets in uh, in your lakes up there yeah so uh, oh I know what uh, uh, I'm guilty of uh, of listening to the mm-hmm. and this fellow was talking about it the, uh, and I thought it was odd he had a friend that's in the team department mm-hmm federal game department and that was to, uh, went on from one subject like uh, you know uh, what's wrong with the bees mm-hmm. and uh, this fellow was saying and I thought it was peculiar maybe not that uh, this deformity in all the wild animals and this is the main thing that caught my attention was that it's uh, the animals are, uh, are losing their sex identity and lots of them are having developing two sexes in one. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I talked to all the experts, and what they say is that uh, it's the modified food that they're getting from the fields, it's the pollen. Mm-hmm. It's um, toxic, and so they're they're moving out their hives, and nothing will move into the hives because even the ants that generally invade after they've gone will go near them. No, they're, they're toxic, that's what it is. Oh, yes. Yep. It's the spraying and the modified food that's out there. Yeah. That's what's doing it. 
Well, like I said, uh, they spray not only on uh, domestic food, but uh, when all that spraying goes on uh, what wild animals eat too. Mm-hmm. And that's why it was saying it was so much deformity. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, physical deformity. But he was mainly talking about the, the sex organs and how it wasn't so much uh, deformed as having mixed up two morphodite like. Yeah. Uh, of course, like I said, you know, it goes without saying, uh, just because somebody said something, that don't make it so. Well, there's a lot of, awful lot of, uh, what, what we call it there on that particular show, a lot of disinformation. <laughs> huh? There's a lot of disinformation on that show. Oh, yes, I It sort of specializes in it, in fact. Well, that's what I was saying. Uh, maybe once in a month. Well, i tell you what, just like I was uh, t- uh, telling you about uh, this activity around Denver and the airport there. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, what caught my attention, first of all, was, uh, and, uh, you know, according to geography, it is, uh, when I was going to school, there was a place in Kansas, which isn't very far from Denver. That's what uh, caught my attention in, uh, when they got to talking about Denver, because yeah. it was saying that it was actually almost, uh, if you was like a wheels of a spoke, a hub, uh-huh. that equal distance going uh, north, south, east, to west. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what caught my attention, but like I said, I, I know there's, uh, <laughs> I certainly don't, how would you say it? give myself credit for being able to distinguish between a lie and a truth, but uh, sometimes uh, you listen to something like that and uh, maybe knowing a little something, you can uh, at least uh, uh, know that their blatant lies mm-hmm. are lies, just that lies. Yeah. But uh, yes, that is really a, a propaganda machine. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But every once in a while, uh, uh, they might have something on that that uh, that sounds reasonable in a way. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, uh, well, uh, you know, uh, if you're going to tell a lie, mm-hmm. and the bigger the liar is, you've got to mix a little truth in it to make it sound uh, possible. So mm-hmm. it's a matter of uh, maybe uh, listening enough to uh, to catch a little truth in among the other stuff. Mm-hmm. But at the same time. Uh, it don't pay to listen to something like that too long because uh, uh, most of the time if I wake up, I might turn it on. But mm-hmm. I, uh, if it's something that's uh, improbable and silly and, and uh, these uh, empty-headed people that call in, I just shut it off. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't listen to it, uh, uh, you know, all the time or any time. It was the sixtieth anniversary of uh, of Roswell in New Mexico, Mm -hmm. and uh, he was going to have a a program on it, and I was going to listen to it. Well, a a mistake I made was uh, I should have set up and still laying there. I went to sleep and I never heard any of it, whether it was lie, truth, or what have you. Mm -hmm. But uh, uh, it's sort of what you call a well-known... uh, American fable, like, uh, uh, and a subject that can be discussed endlessly, like Kennedy's death. 
Mm-hmm. It's just uh, uh, American people. There is uh, maybe a little proof in that. Anyway, it got to be something, and if they keep working so hard to cover it up. Mm-hmm. In fact, uh, I think that they poor them to sleep. I know they was they mentioned uh, oh, what was that crunchy old fellow that they uh, finally uh, pulled in and killed at uh, an hour uh, that uh, radio uh, shortwave big shortwave guy. What's his name? Cooper. Yeah. Yeah. They mentioned him, and uh, and they just lightly said. Before uh, uh, I drifted off sleep, they just said, you know, he was shot by government agents. Mm-hmm. He was erratic. Yeah. But they pulled him into that, no doubt. Yeah. Set him up. Oh, yeah. They set him up all right. Well, even if he was uh, uh, a little off or got erratic or something, uh, uh, as I understand it, he did uh, uh, tell some truth, and uh, he was he was big on that uh, area fifty one, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. He went to two parties down there, and they photographed those man-made flying saucers coming up at the ground. Yeah. Uh-huh. Everything's up. All the time, the truth is stranger than fiction. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it is, too. Yeah, we always get a... Yeah. Always get that, uh, a, a different version of truth all the time, yeah. We're living a, a la-la land, indeed. I'm sure Canada is just like the United States. There's always some kind of election going on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Always an election going. One blessing, I don't... I don't turn the TV on, so I don't have to listen to a lot of it. Yeah, you're not missing anything, I tell you that. No, because I don't used to uh, uh, listen to the latest lie, and, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, if they decide to throw it a boom, you'll know it anyway. Yes, you will. So why, why uh, I know somebody was talking about the worrying. I said, I don't worry. Mm-hmm. I said, uh, uh, I don't, uh, uh, oh, you're always worrying. I said, no, I'm not. I said, I look the situation with, with what information I can get out of it. I said, then you assess it and you, and you, uh, you can't do anything about it. At least you know about it. Uh, uh, and you just uh, live with it. But you don't worry yourself to death all the time about it. Yeah. Yeah, once you accept you're under a totalitarian system, nothing nothing else is hard to figure out. Do what? Nothing else is hard to figure out once you understand the basics. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You find a continuation of the same old tyranny. Well, it sort of reminds me of, a, I'm not around, and thank goodness, but my sister's over in Lafayette, and I think she's even, uh, I give up on the soaps, but... Uh, uh, I remember when people were, uh, housewives were arguing over that, and, and uh, one of them, she was going to almost have a fit because uh, she was going to miss her program. And uh, I, I said, well, hey, you're not going to 
uh, they'll come back with it. I said, you're not going to miss anything because you know what's happening. And so, like you said, if you uh, know the situation, you know what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. You may not specifically know just exactly. Mm-hmm. You certainly don't know when they're going to lower the boom, but yeah. uh, you can pretty well tell what they're doing. It's, it's like watching a poker game or something. Yeah. You know the next move, yeah, more or less. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can always tell. And like I said, if nothing else, you just go back and read some history and you know that it repeats itself. Mm-hmm. You got any idea you might uh, have a chance or of uh, having some kind of garden? Or you give up on it? I don't know yet. It's, 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 the weather is so, so oh, yeah, much rain. Right. And, uh... Yeah, I can understand that because I'll tell you, I was... Uh, eating some uh, late ball uh, corn. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about it, and I said, uh, I wonder how many gallons of water I packed to, uh, to produce that corn. Yeah. And I was thinking, uh, I got it down to where uh, just idle and uh, thinking about it. I said, I wonder how many, I said, it had to be so many gallons to each kernel of the corn. Mm-hmm. Because I practically... Uh, I don't think it was a, but a few days that I didn't order that corn. Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's more it's more. Uh, uh, I don't know if they uh, laboratory produced or they uh, hunting for a home or something. Uh, you have insects that you didn't ever have before. Yeah. Uh, we used to have a little. Uh, uh, what you call the sink bug, and uh, they uh, they come and uh, ate on uh, different things uh, as the season come in. They were little green bugs. Mm-hmm. I would say about a uh, half inch, I mean a quarter of an inch, and uh, and uh, we call them stink bugs because you can touch them, yeah. disturb them. Oh man, they stink like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> And uh, even if you got, if you mash, made a mistake of mashing one, it stayed on your hands. But now they have a big one. Mm-hmm. He, he's a, at least it's big. Yeah. And what he does, he uh, lights. I was, uh, uh, I got some eggplants. Uh, I picked some eggplants today, and I was looking at them, mm-hmm. and uh, I saw these spots on them. Mm-hmm. And uh, now on a tomato, uh, when he he sucks the fluid. Yeah. And uh and he's big enough to do damage with there may be a little uh a little uh there's spot everywhere he sucks. Mm-hmm. There's a spot. It's uh, on the eggplant it looks like a bruise. Uh-huh. On the tomato it makes a little hard spot and it turns sort of white. Mm-hmm. But you know his trail and uh, I would say five years ago you didn't see those bugs. And so what I'm thinking is, I guess it's a toss-up. They're migrating to move around to get food, or, or it could be uh, more likely the government will let them loose on us. Yeah, yeah, it could very well be, yeah. I know they're, yeah. they are releasing different kinds of bugs now, which have been modified. Yeah. 
out of this world. Yeah. But like I said, it's just, uh, it's getting nice. As yeah. the prices went up, the credit cards became more prevalent. Yeah. Coincidence. Mm-hmm. Yep, those credit cards. But the Lord giveth, the Lord can take it away. Yep, the Lord in charge of the bank. Yep, he'll devalue it when it's all ready to devalue. Yeah, it will. And House of Cards comes tumbling down. Then panic breaks out because they don't know how to live any other way. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I should get off this phone and get the dog out. And yeah, I got to uh, uh, get up tomorrow and uh, my nephew, he offers uh, to uh, cut my yard mm-hmm. with his uh, little uh, tractor. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh yeah. Uh, you know, uh, those, uh, everybody has to have one now. I <laughs> know. Lawn tractor, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I said the only grass I'm worried about is what's in the uh, garden. Mm-hmm. It's the only grass I worry about. And I said these little showers so uh, make the grass grow. Mm-hmm. Too bad the uh, vegetables don't grow as good. <laughs> I know, boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, if they could grow just with the grass, by goodness, you have some crop then. Good. Uh, I know it's good to have your dog in company. Oh, you can't beat it. Yeah. You can't beat it. No. Best pal it is, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, it, uh, I, was, I don't know what made me think of it. I, uh, I was uh, happened to pass, uh, this week I was thinking about the chain of events and how you uh, ended up with dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sort of uh, funny or ironic or what. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the one that was never going to be good enough yeah. is the best dog I've ever had. Oh, you wouldn't believe this guy. Yeah. yeah. He's the most faithful guy. He listens to you. You don't have to tell him what to do. He knows what to do. and uh-huh. He's always looking back every 20 feet. you look back and see if you're there. And well, maybe after all, uh, you got the best. At, yeah. Uh, at last. That's right. That's right. In a way, maybe you need him worse now than you did when you were 20 years old or something. That's right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, uh, uh, accidentally or on purpose, mm-hmm. uh, good things happen to all of us. That's right. Time. Yeah. I don't know. It's cheap. Yeah. Okie doke. Right now. There you have some of the thoughts that Effie from Louisiana has pondered for many, many years. Her summary of humankind is perhaps a little bitter, but it's also truthful. It's a hard pill to swallow when you have to ask the questions as to why people, ordinary, what we think of as normal people, can be so inhumane towards each other. It leaves one with um, the questions as 
as to why people go along with corrupt systems. And you have to ask the obvious question, does that mean that the person himself is corrupt? If we live in a, a world where it's dog-eat-dog, and I'm okay, Jack, tough luck on you, can we honestly say that we are truly humane? Can we honestly say that we're even the strange, actually abnormal world, word called civilized? Civilization, remember, means you're, a, you're born into a city, a system, a city-state even, with pre-existing duties, therefore you're not really free. We need new terminology to explain so much more. The system, as F.A. explains it, is a continuation, a continuity of the same system that came out with money and it was really introduced into the first city-state a long, long time ago. I am certain it came from a previous time because Sumer did not create that system. It simply reintroduced it. A system from scratch would take time to formulate whereas Sumer came on the scene perfectly formed with all of its plethora of gods and deities, priesthoods, which really were ranks of bureaucrats which ran the the entire system. Money is a key to all of this. I say over and over, and as long as money exists or the need for personal reward by monetary means, we can only repeat the same mistakes over and over, except on a bigger and bigger scale as science and technology goes hand in hand with taxation. That's where they get all their money from. Tax is just labor. When you tax yourself, you labor yourself. It's work. It's a form of taking work from you which is hard to perceive because it's altered through the exchange of this thing called money, which really just represents your labor. That's all time and labor. That time and labor goes into hiring other workers or laborers who then accept it and create devious weapons and think tanks to outmaneuver every possible strategy that could come out of the great unwashed masses, as they say. If the Tower of Babel is the entire sum of the generations of humanity, then it's held together from its foundations, which were faulty to begin with, with band-aids. And no matter how many band-aids they can put on top of it, it will never make it strong and secure. Those at the top, as they go higher and higher in science, feel less and less secure. And the more remote they are from 
the ground, the more paranoid they become. Therefore, the cleansings that they have done in the past on smaller scales, although they're pretty grand scales in reality, when you take the wars into consideration, is it will be nothing compared to what they have already planned to reduce the, the thing they're afraid of. Rather than be afraid of the height of climb to, built on this rickety tower, they blame the masses they see on the ground rather than the measure the distance from the ground itself and ask why they're there in the first place in their ivory tower. Blessed are the peacemakers, they say. I don't hear too many of them today. They're too scared to demand we put an end to it all. It's always easier to to make the wrong decision, to make the wrong choice, than make the right one. In the day of mass man, which is today, the mass group, the big group, will take the wrong decision each time. It's not up to them to alter the course of this world because the masses do what's marketed to them by the elite. That's one thing the elite always count on. It's up to the individuals who will take the consequences of being unpopular during popular movements. Those who say the unpopular things rather than the exciting things or the fantastic things. Yet that's how the world can be changed. We don't need to look into outer space for beings to blame our own evil intentions on. There's enough here. It can be seen in daily life. It can be seen all through the structure of that which we call civilization. It's up to those who care about generations to come and the type of life and the quality of life they could have from all countries all peoples across the world it's up to those who care to divert the course we're on to care in any relationship brings consequences it creates a vulnerability and it can create a penalty too and that's why the mass man won't stick his head up above the crowd and be an individual again and yet that's the only hope that we have because we've been told by all of the elite and all of their front men and think tanks and university courses of the plans that they have in store for their brave new world 
which is one where, yes, there will be no strife for the average person because you won't know you are a person in the world of non-think, of programmed unconsciousness. If the burden of life is that heavy, then perhaps we are a sad species in the first place, that we give it up so readily. And yet there's a joy in thought itself. There's a joy in being aware. There's a tremendous freedom in overcoming the world, as they say. Because what stands in past times will always stand in the present and future. It's not just up to me to say these things. It's up to every one of you. And to ponder these things And whatever ideas come out of it, to work it into being. From Hamish and myself, it's good night, and may your God, or your gods, go with you. Away. We pay 50 cents 
package home, got a little water paper with gristle and bone. Tell me how can a poor man stand such times and leave? Well, the doctor comes around with a face so bright. 